Well, I've got a sense of humor. I laugh at Tony Danza. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do we, get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am Brandon Reem. How is it going, Brandon? It is going. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, eh? Fantastic. Fantastic. God damn it. Fantastic. How are you? I'm great. You're looking good. Oh, you're looking great. Thank you so much. You're great. Man, the last hour or two since we were. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) You want to start over? Uh, No, that's fine. Okay. This fucker, this podcast host, co host here. You pointed yourself? He's got. You know, we have running gags on our show. We do. And some of them are for audio. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. He's got a physical (laughs) bit. That he does on this fucking show now <laughs> to try and break me, and I'm not a fan. You broke so bad right now. That, like that chair. Yeah, just from, oh boy, from, from Sam Rose's from, episode. From Sam, yeah, where we're going, we don't need, need Sam Rose. Rose. <laughs> God dang. Uh, yeah, a couple, probably what, like a month ago, you went to put your elbow on the table and totally I whiffed. whiffed. Yeah, I whiffed. And so it was very putting my funny. Elbow on the table. And so now every episode is, I try to at some point sneak in me whiffing my elbow yeah. on the table. And sometimes he laughs and then sometimes he loses it. And he lost <laughs> it today, motherfucker. He's, he, You're a motherfucker. He sidetracked the whole thing. What are we You're talking? sidetracking. What are we talking about today? Oh, uh, what? What? You mean. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. What we're doing? Yeah, why not? King of the Hill. Bing bong bingo. We're talking about King of the Hill. Dale and Bobby and Louie and Peggy and Boom Texas. And then there's also Lou and. God damn it, we're talking about King of the Hill. Hell yeah. How fucking great is that today? It's a great show. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, you said it was your uh, second favorite. I'll say it's my second favorite cartoon of all time. Wow. Behind. Josie and the Pussycat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, behind uh, Bob's Burgers. Whoa, yeah. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. It's and already, I think it's already climbed that echelon. It huh? has. It has. Bob's Burgers. I can rewatch Bob's Burgers more than any other show. Now, I'm yeah, people are out there screaming at their audio equipment right now. They're yelling at Spotify. Some which, of them are really excited, though. There's a contingent. There is. But, yeah. uh, but, but because uh, my number one. Bob's Burgers. My number two, King of the Hill. Now, you couldn't have had Bob's Burgers without King of the Hill. My number three, Simpsons. Yeah, because he's got the propane. Pro- dang it, Bobby. <laughs> That's funny. And Bob's got the burgers. Bob's got the burgers. Tang's got the propane. Yeah. Uh, Daddy sang bass. Mama sang t- t- Twitter. Mama did Twitter. <laughs> uh, let me read the Wikipedia real quick, okay? Okay. Maybe that'll give us a second to figure uh, out what the I fuck the show is. I will not do any riffs. Or no bass. riffs, no pun and end. Everything's good. Okay. King of the Hill is an animated sitcom uh, created by Mike Judge and Greg Daniels that ran from January 12th, 1997 to May 6th, 2010. Uh, it centers on the Hills, a middle-class American family in the fictional city of Arlen, Texas. It attempts to maintain a realistic approach, seeking humor in the conventional and mundane aspects of everyday life. The series debuted on the Fox Network as a mid-season replacement in 1997, quickly becoming a hit. The series' popularity led to worldwide syndication and reruns nightly on Adult Swim. 
The show has become one of Fox's longest-running series, third longest uh, animated series behind The Simpsons and Family Guy, and briefly was the second longest-running animated sitcom in history. In 2007, it was named by Time Magazine as one of the top 100 greatest television shows of all time. King of the Hill won two Emmy Awards and was nominated for seven. A total of 259 episodes aired over the course of its 13 seasons. The final episode aired on Fox on September 13th, 2009. Four episodes from the final season were to have aired on Fox, but later premiered in syndication from May 3rd to 6th, 2010. So, God damn it. Yep. Yep. What a show. I loved it. Now, what's your experience? Were you uh, in at the beginning? Were you there on uh, mid-season 97? I watched the premiere. Yeah, what you Being the big Beavis and Butthead fan that I was, uh-huh. and still am. Yeah. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. You are the Cornolio. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Beavis. <laughs> dang, dang it, Bobby. I like, when they, I like that scene when they're in Airheads. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you got the Lone Rangers? (laughs) You suck. You suck. There was a period. I know where I'm getting side. This isn't entirely sidetracked because, you know, uh, it's it's Mike Judge. But there was a period. Hey, only Mike Judge can god me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who made you Mike Judge and executioner? And then Judge Dredd. But uh, there was a period in my life where everybody talked in like sixth grade. Everybody did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fart knocker. Yeah. And I'll tell you this now, and I could be alone in this. I could be wrong, but I feel like me specifically, me, I res- I liked Beavis and Butthead as a thing, but uh, maybe it was also because I didn't have cable at that time. Uh-huh. But I feel like Beavis and Butthead was for people a little bit older than me. Uh-huh. Like I feel like if you, I was a little bit older than you, exactly. And so I feel like if you graduated like in two thousand two thousand one, Beavis were, and Butthead if was you your shit. It, you were a bad kid. Yeah. But at I, your age, yeah. But but for me, like but I was I, in middle school when that I shit I never had the Beavis and Butthead. Uh, I wasn't as full bore as some people. When I watched Beavis and Butthead, it was more because I liked the music videos and I wanted to see all the crazy videos. I related they had. to them way too yeah. much. <laughs> uh, well, there was a comic I had that was really great, a comic book, and I didn't have comic books, you know. But it was really great, and I would read it all the time on the bus. And it was a Beavis and Butthead comic book about right. them going to the going to a store to shake up a can of. So uh, I thought it was Pepsi. Uh, pretty funny that they were making a Tom Anderson yeah. uh, TV show. Those are the boys that have been whacking off in my tool shed. Sure, the boys have been whacking off in my... Is yeah. it tool shed they're off whacking in? Yeah, tool shed off whacking in. That's a great movie, yeah. by the way. Uh, I really like the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Mo- soundtrack? Movie holds up like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um. But uh, so, so you were excited because of the Beavis and Butthead uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and, I don't think I knew... the connection because uh, it was going to be... Sunday night on Fox. Animation was, domination. Uh, well, it wasn't called that yet. No, but, but that's but what still, they were doing. Yeah, yeah. That's how they got the idea. Yeah, that and NFL, but... Uh, National Football League. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know... At the time when this show came out, The Simpsons were still like on my short list of must see TV. You know, yeah, every Sunday night for sure. Yeah, and you, it, and you so wind down the week, the I, weekend watching some Simpsons. And I then... remember the um, debut episode. I remember when it aired. I liked it. The 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 one with the um, it's got, uh, uh, that paleontology one kid's featured in it. He's really funny. He kind of remind me of Butthead. Which that, one? Like, oh yeah, the kid is cool. Your mom's <laughs> yeah, or you yeah. Know. You're poor. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, that kid. Um, I remember the episode with where Bobby kissed the plastic head, and I was like, ah, that feels like a move I'd have done. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, uh, and but so a, a fun thing, like what I always associate this with, and it's a, it's a, I talk about it in stand up, but uh, I wanted to get good at basketball because I love, I was the funny kid, but I wanted to get good at basketball, and so my dad bought me a basketball hoop. And he put it up in the yard. And so at night in the summers, our, you know, and I would just shoot hoops all the time. Uh-huh. And I would shoot hoops like 
I saw. You I put heard, other balls through that. But hoop that's too. what I was doing. Yeah, it's not and, just a basketball hoop. And just a hoop. I would shoot like a hundred free throws every night till I could sink them all. I'd shoot a hundred threes, and I was trying to get really good at basketball so I could play school basketball. Mm-hmm. And I got really good at basketball. And then I remember specifically playing basketball at the yard, coming inside and watching the debut of King of the Hill that night. And then, but the turnout of that is, I go to school to try to. I go to the basketball team. I sign up for basketball. I try to play. And I airball everything because it turns out my dad never measured how tall to put up a basketball <laughs> hoop. So I literally got amazing at shooting a basket two feet above an actual hoop. So it sucked. Um, but it, King of the Hill was so tight. You could have been in the uh, MTV uh, Rock exactly. Jock basketball. That, I, You'd have been able to nail down the 25-point basket. That's why this podcast is good. I tagged that joke <laughs> on stage with that. I'm like, if Rock, I, I, I on stage, I'm like, yeah, you guys ever do that? You guys ever get really good at nothing? <laughs> uh, I'm like, the only way I can do anything is if Rock and Jock basketball comes back, and I need to sink those five-pointers. Uh, but nobody, nobody remembers Rock. Oh, come on, yeah. references, you yeah. fucks. Uh, but yeah, I so I was all in at the beginning. I mean, Were I you in? It. How do you feel? Uh, I liked it. Yeah. I just uh, didn't watch it all the time. I don't remember really getting into the show until yeah. uh, they started locking down some afternoon syndication on uh, probably TBS. Yeah, or one of those one of those channels would consistently have a lot of King of the Hill on yeah. in the afternoon. Well, it was also really cool that um, uh, Adult Swim got it when I was in college. Yeah. So when I was in college, I go back. I'm wondering, what is the... Uh, what's Square... Hold on. I'm trying to look because, at something. Uh, especially when you think about like the stuff that brought me to uh, watch King of the Hill would have been like The Simpsons and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And uh, those are two that are much more like upfront, like cartoony, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... Here's a fucking joke. If you don't get it, uh, you're pretty dumb. It's very obvious what's funny. Yeah. You know? Even though The Simpsons has, and they both have plenty of subtle humor. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But like, uh, King of the Hill is a lot more character driven. Yes, totally. And it and, was so, when they were doing it, like Mike Judge and the, the crew and stuff, the cast, they wanted it to be like a series. Yeah. Like they had, um, they had done like show Bibles for everything so that like they're like Hank can never not you know like sometimes you'll see screenshots from the Simpsons and everything's fucking wild yeah they never wanted Hank to do that they wanted to make sure like, that Hank's, space was always it, correct Hank's never gonna wind up being Armand Tanzarian Armand Tanzarian yeah oh yeah definitely the stuff prin- like that like, yeah yeah they're not gonna do a principal in the but popper. not just that but there's never gonna be a scene where Hank turns his head and all of a sudden his mouth stays on the other side of the face or something weird mm-hmm. um and also there's never gonna be a scene where Hank's holding a coffee cup and it's a certain size. And then when he sets it down, it's the same size as like, you know, like the coffee pot, you know, where stuff, you know, there's a lot of things in a lot of cartoons, like they don't pay attention to shit so much. Right. But the King of the Hill, that was the thing. They wanted it to be very serious. They yeah, wanted it to be very similar. It, I mean, I can't think of anything that's more grounded. Yeah. Than, especially like uh, they're full, like three dimensional characters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Everybody in that show, like we can go through and we know plenty of stuff about each of these characters more than you do in a lot of shows yeah like uh everybody from like i mean peggy yeah you Pe- know? peggy uh it sounded like you said paid like a different name peggy yeah. yes yeah, uh yeah. boomhauer everybody has Every, a good history great backs i love yeah. bills bill oh bill's yeah. one of my favorite characters yeah just uh he's so great yeah and dale of course i love the fact gale. that he was like he used to have all this long, the build the, the lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. The long flowing hair and you know, like and then peaked in high school and then like, uh, it was very much like a sitcom because like, um, you know, there's that episode where, uh, Hank gets his haircut wrong and realizes that he's got a tattoo on his head that says like bill or something, you know? Yeah. And then you hear the, you see the, and he doesn't know about it. So then you see the backstory of him getting story drunk. Too. Yeah. It's, it's so much, there's so much interesting shit that you didn't have. And like the Simpsons didn't do stuff like that, that you no. enjoyed and cared about the Simpsons in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then King, and then well, their cart, this is weird saying yeah. that 
the Simpsons are cartoon cartoons, characters. yeah, and and like they're King very the much is, like something you would read in a strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And King of the Hill is like a real, real people. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like also, and so that's kind of the you put those two things together: the comic strip element of the Simpsons and Joke Machine, and the realistic element of King of the Hill, and that's how you get a show like a Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Um, and that's why I gravitate towards that show so much. You know, um, uh, the, and watching King of the Hill too was huge for me. That was the thing that we talked about. Every day, it's you know, on school, on the bus, and also coming from like a rural area, a conservative, more you know, we were, li- yeah. we, were we were voting liberal back then, but um, in Iowa, I like was it was voting liberal. I was it was Just paying every attention. Fourth year, <laughs> yeah, it not was not too liberal. It was always um, it was always we were always touching on things that like I agreed with and stuff like that, and also the elements of country music was being played in episodes and like uh, uh Christian rock. There's that Christian rock. It's like all the stuff that I literally was de- dealing with in my life, you know. Yeah. Um. I remember having a moment in college where um. This was probably like 2005, 2006, and watching a new episode and just being like, I. I it's so weird. I remember being like, Ah, oh, great, King of the Hill. It's never going away. It's like The Simpsons. It'll just always be here. Yeah. And and then there's something really golden about that. And so then later, it, fucking five years later, when it actually is ending and they're talking about the last season. I got really emotional and I went through it and it was harder to find episodes then. So I download them from like Turrence and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I actually went and watched every single episode so that by the time I watched, I watched the, the premiere, the series premiere, and I watched the series finale live uh, on television uh, and enjoyed both. And, you know, very love, emotional at the end. I, I love finding out that uh, Boomhauer mm-hmm. is a, uh, uh, a Texas, uh, Texas Ranger. Ranger. The yeah, whole yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's oh my god, Boomer was one of my favorites. And th- when they talk about how he gets how he gets so many women, he has he does the uh David Piccolomini route, you know, Dave, friend of the show, fan of the show, real and effort. David Piccolomini he does uh he just, LARP. No, he just t- oh yeah, no, LARPing isn't doing it, but he he just he was like uh he'll like be like oh you're pretty, do you want to go out with us? And not in a creepy like hey girl get over here, but like he was just not afraid of rejection. Yeah, and that's how Piccolomini is, you know. Uh, now of course I bet you, I guarantee you. Uh, Boomhauer throws down with a goddamn battle axe from time to time. You know what I mean? He has a sword. He goes out there. I like and his, ching, ching, I like his bikini brief. Too. Oh my god! Yeah, like, so, he's got like a and, tanning bed and a little bikini. You know the episode and, where him and Luann are dating? That's yeah. fucking wild. That's a weird thing. It's a always weird, a weird dynamic yeah. when yeah. that happens. I remember when it happened in Coach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When Dahmer and Kelly started dating. Yeah. Uh, goddamn. Yeah. Uh, and who who do you think? Uh, who's your favorite character? Who did you always identify with the most? Or did you oh, just kind of watch know. the whole show? I just watch it. Yeah. All, I mean, I, there's, I can't pick a favorite. I there. saw Ida. I really love Dale. Me too. Just, he's so he's funny. A nut. He has all these eccentric, idiot, you know. I like anytime he's Dale. Eccentric. I like anytime Dale had to, like, kind of break and go to Hank for help. Like, in yeah. the episode where they think he's going to shoot up the town, he's yeah. up in the clock tower and he's not. He's he, that, that wasn't his plan. Uh, I think it's so funny when Hank actually has to help him, bail him uh, out. YouTube has so many. You mean, like, The Edge and Bono? YouTube. Oh, sorry. I thought you said YouTube. No, uh, <laughs> I said YouTube. Uh, hey, where I, we're going, I we don't where... need tubes. <laughs> okay, uh, YouTube. Yeah, has so many goddamn episodes. Oh yeah, on yeah. There. Like they do the live. But what I started finding when I was just watching some this week for the show, yeah, was uh, they have like entire discs of seasons on there. Oh, cool. So it's just like you just type in "Watch King of the Hill" and it's like like. Here's uh season seven, disc two, episode nine, ten, eleven, yeah, twelve, that's cool. thirteen. And also, so of course, them. listeners, so that. as fans of the show, we want to support the show. So like I own 
uh, seasons one through nine on DVD. And so I, and I watch those all the time too. Yeah. So like, I'm going to th- watch these YouTube things, but I've also paid into it, you know, too. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, what do you mean? You know, you want to support the cast. I also really want, cause I think Silicon Valley is great. Uh, I, my judge's newest, you know, the next thing, the show on HBO. Uh, but goddamn, I want more. They're bringing everything else back. I want more King of the Hill. And I understand that uh, yeah, Tom Petty has passed away and that um, uh, Brittany Murphy. But you know what? Your Just cousin. say, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another great joke. Uh, when I was in elementary school, I used to tell people that my, uh, Brittany Murphy was my cousin. And fucking people believed it for too long. Uh, to but, the point that, uh, hold on, I'm going to yeah. finish his joke. There you go. Uh, you know, this is one of my best friends. I've seen him do comedy a lot. And yeah. this has been in a lot of his sets. But when Brittany Murphy passed, he started getting condolences. Yeah, people were reaching out, being like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, eh. and my wife had no idea. So she's just like, wait a minute, who the fuck died? And I'm yeah. like, eh. Tom Petty's really good at, as Lucky. Oh, too. he's so good in it. And and but, but if the show came back, it would be so easy just to be like, oh, Luann and um, uh, Lucky moved. And they could have this. They moved and they have all these babies and they have this wonderful yeah. life in another city. You know, it would feel nice, too. Yeah. And it would feel just great. Just like a little piece of being like, oh, they're gone. But yeah, not forgotten and they still care it'd be it'd be perfect um god damn i that's what i want so bad i i think it's crazy that today for all of the outlets we have television and stuff i think it's crazy that king of the hill isn't making new episodes and i think it's crazy that the critic isn't making new episodes especially because what the fuck is john lovitz doing you know like he's just out there being like a chicken hawk you know let's wait, get wait, him a show just sitting around waiting for adam sandler to call yeah 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 <laughs> hello hello uh, and then when he doesn't get a part, he's like, he's losing his he's mind. Got a, he's got a fucking Rob Schneider uh, uh, zombie. What is this called? He's like, somebody hire me for acting. What are those dolls that you put a pin in, you know? Voodoo doll? Voodoo doll. He's got a, he's got a Rob Schneider voodoo doll that he's always <laughs> just sticking ne- needles in. Uh, uh, now, I would watch his version of Rob over Rob. Oh, yeah. Real <laughs> Rob or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. I wonder what uh, what uh, Lovitz is up to a lot. I think about it because I was at a comedy club. I've been watching. It's not, that's over. Him, the oh, comedy club's done. He, I haven't seen him since Rat Race. Um, Damn near. Rat Race featuring uh, Kathy Najimy, who does the voice of Peggy. So oh, there you go. That's shit. fun. Everything comes around. Uh, focus, focus. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's also in that. Uh, I um. John Lovitz was showed up on. I'm watching what's Greg uh, Larry Dan- Sanders. What's Greg Daniels doing these days? Oh, let's look it up. I, I wonder. That, he's not doing that because uh, he did that show about those people in the office. I think he did. What was yeah. that called? Parks and Rec. Okay. Uh, but I think he's doing uh, something right now. I think he does have another he's show. He's got on too the much air. cred not to be doing. Something. Yeah. He's got, oh yeah. But he's also he's got, got three of the biggest shows of the last 25 years under his belt. He's also got so much money from doing those shows that he probably doesn't need to do anything right now. He's not doing anything. He's or he's not writing on anything. Let's see what his producer moments are at. Yeah, he's not doing anything. He's working on a television movie called Upload that is, uh, he, he's an executive producer on that's in post-production. Huh. But he's, but he, oh, People of Earth, that's it. People of Earth is still on the I air. Like how so he's working on that. In all of his shows, they've got the random Simpson doll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like in the office, it's in uh, the middle of the office. Yeah, they uh, got a Homer. And in then, Parks and Rec, it's in, uh, is it in, it's probably in. Uh, and then Bobby's got things. a Bart in his room. Yep, yep, Bobby's got the Bart. Uh and he also was great in, uh, like, as a Simpsons person. So he's done everything. Let's see: The Simpsons, uh, King of the Hill, uh, The Office, Parks and Rec, and People of Earth. Yeah, because it's interesting. Uh, he is the co-creator. Yeah. Of King of the Hill, like uh, he created like a lot of the characters. Yeah. Like uh, it's kind of what he si- like punched it up for. Uh, it's similar to what judge. Sam Simon did for The Simpsons. Like, yeah. Like uh, 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 Graining came in with all this stuff. 
and and then Sam Simon and James L. Brooks both put oh, their spins on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then with this, it was uh, Judge had his stuff. He came in with his what his strengths and weaknesses were, and then uh, Greg Daniels made it human. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we were watching that thing before the show. It was of cool. Their uh, pitch. Oh yeah, 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 they yeah, yeah. Explain a, that when they pitched the show to the network execs, they just made like a short little uh, cartoon of Hank pitching him pitching himself to the execs, and they the show got picked up on the merit of that. Uh, not too much unlike the uh, kind of reminded me of the uh, South Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The wait, the San, uh, Christmas. Well, they thing. had that thing that just went viral. They just yeah, made yeah. that tape. Yeah, 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 yeah that's crazy. Still kind Same of, thing. Yeah. As far as like just seeing the strip proof down of concept. Version. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and that's why I think a lot of people. Um, we were talking about uh, um, Sam. Uh, where Rose. we're going, we Evans. don't need Rose. Okay. Uh, the he, I know, I don't know what all you can say, but you know, he's working. He works in animation as well. And uh, that was a cool thing. I, I've seen some of the stuff they're doing where they do like little animania or mm-hmm. not an, animatics yeah, yeah. where they can have a little bit of stuff. And so it's really cool. That whole world. I love that cartoon world, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I saw um, uh, Dan Harami. Yeah. Had yeah. A funny uh, uh, cartoon that he it's, made it's recently. Pretty, yeah. There. It's pretty fucking rad. The the kind of shit that's happening. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, when do these people have to start throwing money to shorties watching shorties? Yeah. Let's get that fucker <laughs> back on the air. Right. Uh, well, Patrice is dead. Wait, what? Yeah. You're kidding. Uh, sorry to address the elephant in the room. Oh, oh boy, we are crushing. Oh, cooking yeah, with gas. Boy. We just hey, got. So what, uh, what are you, well, that's a hell. on that's a hell of a band up in heaven, you know. Oh yeah. yeah on guitar, you got Tom Petty. On drums, you Sam got Brittany Kinison. Murphy. And then on bass guitar and uh, uh, vocals, you got Patrice O'Neill. <laughs> what about Sam Kinison? Sam Kinison? Uh, he's doing coke in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that heaven coke. Man. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Ooh. heaven coke. Uh, All right, so uh, yeah. What's some of your favorite like arcs? In the in the show, or, um, instead of well, episodes, the episode I think where the arcs are better to I think the go biggest or episodes. Well, but, if you're going to talk about the arcs in the show, I think the biggest arc is in the episode where the goddamn megalomark explodes because the arc got too close to the pet, uh, petro- uh, propane tank. That is a good episode. That is a really good episode. And then what the and there's I like kind of like um uh, another thing uh, King of the Hill did that a lot of like series is did is they would do the cliffhangers at the end of seasons. They were real good. So about there's that. the the megalomark or the megalomark exploding. That's uh, one of them. What what about Mr. Strickland? There's a big one with like the Mr. Strickland when his uh, wife uh when gets his, killed? his girlfriend gets killed. Yeah. Uh and bo- they think Hank might Mr. have done Strickland it. Mr. Strickland is such a piece oh, of yeah. shit. Yeah, what too. a terrible character. Oh man. Uh there's so many funny things on this show too. Uh like uh somebody in the, one of the office guys, one of the guys that works in the propane office, he calls everybody honey. I can't yeah. think of who it is right now. Yeah, yeah. But he's he'll be like he, Hank will ask him a serious question. He's like, Well, honey, here's the problem. And it's just it's such a funny character quirk, character affectation, you know? Um, but then another arc on the show that I loved was um, uh, when Peggy went skydiving and didn't want to do it, and then Hank convinced her to do it, and then she did it, and her chute didn't open, mm-hmm. and she was in the body cast, and she had no memory of what happened, and Hank's trying to deal with the fact that she doesn't know he convinced her. She's like, the last thing I remember is deciding not to do it. What happened? How did I fall out of the plane? And him remember, trying to you know, deal with that. Uh, I really, it's not so much on the characters, but it's a fun one. Is I really like the episode when the Dallas Cowboy moves next door. Oh yeah, the the big uh, yeah. the and he parties all night and, and stuff like and that. And they hate like at first yeah. they're like, oh my yeah, they're god, so the excited. Dallas Cowboys living here and on on uh, Rainy Street. Yeah, there down there. Uh, and then he's just partying and being just like the worst, the fucking shittiest person. neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the one episode too. Speaking of the Cowboys, where they go to the training camp and they have that weird thing that like. They go to um they they pull oh, over and yeah. they're like uh cowboys this is sooner country and then they go boomer sooner yeah yeah and then when you watch it on 
Like, that was the original episode. They said Boomer Sooner and did the dance. And then when you watch it on reruns, they would just edit out the Boomer Sooner. So they'd be like, this is Sooner Country. And then you would just see them dancing. And for whatever reason, they dropped the edit, the audio of them saying Boomer Sooner. Isn't that insane? That's really... Like, do you think some, like, boosters were like, no, we actually don't want the Sooners in this episode, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but that's a good one when they make the tape to try to get them to do the camp in uh, Arlen. Uh, I liked Arlen. It's a fun city. I feel like it, not fun, but you know, it, it reminds me a lot of Glenwood, my hometown. Yeah. Um, except for we didn't have our own news network. It was a little bigger than that, but still. I just love the shit that Hank's passionate about. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, so, uh, keep it simple, man. Propane. You know? Yeah. Playing a little six string. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, His yeah. dog. Randy I Travis. Love the, uh, Dancing with Ladybird. Oh, that episode's great. It's yeah. really emotional, too. It is. There's a lot of things in the show, too, that are kind of fucked up. Like, the, the whole, uh, arc of, uh, uh, that's your word, by the way. Oh, actually, it's Noah's word if you want to get technical. But, um, the whole arc of, uh, uh, how Dale and his wife and her and John Redcorn and how, yeah. uh, Joseph really isn't his son and he doesn't know it. It's like, that's fucking, that's kind of fucked up serious no, shit for a. Don't they, he knows it, but it's a cognitive dissonance thing. I don't think he knows it. I think it. they established I don't that, think like, they did. I think I, I know that there's, a, all, but it there's is an episode also, where he thinks Joseph's an alien. Right. It is also funny, the subtext of it, uh, of him being like the conspiracy theory guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally like, missing the thing right in front of his nose. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then there's the episode where Peggy figures it out because Peggy didn't realize it either. And yeah. Hank's like, wait, are you serious? You didn't know? And then she's like, I and can't believe you And they established it in him. the first episode. That was yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. laugh I got out yeah, of the yeah, first yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was seeing John Redcorn jump out jump of the, the window. Jump out the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all... It always reminds me... And then me, you see Joseph. It always reminds me of those Rodney Dangerfield jokes of like... uh uh, I saw a naked guy running down the street. I said, uh, what are you doing running naked down the street? He's like, what are you doing getting home early from work? I also like it in animated shows where they show uh, passage of time. Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You have the clear delineation of uh, pre-mustache Joseph. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, well, and mustache Joseph. Not just for that. The rest he was a run. kid. In the yeah, first yeah. two seasons or so, he was animated as a little kid. And then he w- and had the a really funny, yeah. like, especially uh, the stories and stuff that they're able to write off of that. Yeah. There's a lot of really funny stuff that they're able to work in with the fact that Joseph's like this six foot tall mustached 12 year old. And I think he was, vo- I might be wrong, but I think in the later episodes he was voiced by, um, uh, let me pull it up. I got it right here. He was voiced by, um, that guy he's in, um, uh, I'd really like to see. Fuck, he's a good, he's a good actor. I really would like to see what Bobby grew up to be like. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's how it always is, though, with these dang kids from these shows. Yeah. You kind of want to see... You want to see where their life goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why people like these reboots so much. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. you get to uh, jump on again. See where which they're Which makes you wonder, would they... You can't reboot because you'd really ruin the dynamic. Well, no, no, no. What I think King of the Hill should do is... I mean, I Put am in interested. School? No, not at all. Just the next day. Like, just give us yeah. them at the same age. Uh, move. Well, technically, Luan. the show takes three years. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's two hundred fifty episodes. Surmise, uh, three years of Arlen, Texas. Living. You, yeah, but then also fucking eight Christmases in those three years. Eight Halloweens. They you could know? have been the same ones. I guess, and they just had some busy fucking. You know what? One thing that always kind of bothered me about the show, huh? And it shows that this, do this. Was, this is what gets in your craw. It's a really dumb complaint. Give I, it to me, lay it on me, man. It, but I'm ready to listen. Kind of cheesy. <laughs> God damn what do you it. got? Get your fucking elbow on the table, <laughs> or don't. Um, if you don't acknowledge it, it's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> you look great, man. You're losing a lot of weight. Cut it out. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, like when Bobby Hill? is being funny and crushing. Yeah. But like 
his material isn't as funny as like. What uh, are you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? He's being funny, but like, you know, when they show a show where all of a sudden like the audience is in, they're showing you the audience in the show, like enjoy something. Yeah. But it always seems like a little bit cheap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like when they show stand up on TV and it's not really what stand up is exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's not like genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why there's this movie called. Which is also funny because it's a funny show, but you know, you're also, I don't know. Uh, the person I'm just, I was—I'm just rambling. The person man. I, was, I was just born a rambling man. The no. person I was talking about that voiced uh, older Joseph was is Brecken Meyer, who was on like he's in Clueless and he's yeah, yeah. in um, Rat Race. Uh, he's in a lot of things. Um, and also wow. that's fun. Young Joseph he's also in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Five. Oh really? Freddy's dead. And he's Franklin or Bash. He's one of them. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> that that show. Yeah, that lasted for like. Yeah. No time at all. With Oscar nominee Kumail Nanjiani, he was in that show. <laughs> oh, wow. And Mark Paul, don't call me... Uh, Gosler? Yeah, don't call me uh, Zach Morris Gosler. He also does a lot of uh, robot chickening. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah. I think he's probably good friends with that. In that he's in that, like, Seth yeah, uh, got, yeah. Myers. No, not Seth Myers. Seth Green group. Um, there was a thing... Uh, I, I pulled up this article now. This is just something fun for us to look into. Um, I wanted to see... Uh, uh, I just Googled, like, best episodes. And, okay. uh, All right. Lame. The AV Club has a cool 10 episodes that made Ooh, King of the AV Hill Club. one of the most human cartoons ever. So let's see what they have to say. Um, uh, they said Halloween, season two, episode four. Um, and that's the one where the... One of their eight uh, Halloween, Halloween episodes that day <laughs> that took place in that 24-hour period. This is the one where um, their, their church is anti-Halloween... Right? Do you remember this one? Uh-uh. The church goes anti-Halloween. They have a new pastor, and she's but saying that it's like witches and it's 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 Satanist. I really like that episode where Bobby gets involved with like the cultish. Oh yeah, uh, that's dorks, funny. And it's David and Cross and Pat Oswalt yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and they're gonna drink blood or whatever. Yeah, that's Hank, great. I, I love when Hank's. That's one of Hank's most pissed off. Anytime it's too. Hank trying to rationalize with the fact that Bobby is growing up in a different <laughs> world than he is. Yeah, uh, it all comes down to that boy ain't right. You know. Uh, <laughs> This is my friend's. This is my impression of Hank uh, today. If Bobby was starting to get into really bad websites, that boy's alt right. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <coughs> all right. Uh, so Halloween. That's the one where the church goes against Halloween. So then, and Hank thinks it's terrible. So then Hank and uh, Bo- uh, Hank and Bill and the boys go and make sure the Halloween still happens and try to give a, like a spooky Halloween haunted mm-hmm, house and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and they call it Bobby Love. That's season three, episode two. Uh, that's when. Um, oh, this is when he has the girlfriend, and uh, he's in love with. Uh, wait, hold on. Oh, the older girl, and then yeah, he, and then uh, she abruptly breaks up with him, and he's fucking like devastated. Let me read this. Hold on. Um, that's a good uh, breakup episode. That Bo- is breakup, Bobby. And he's just distraught. And the girl is uh, um, Buffy. That's what it is. Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's oh. the voice of that one on that one. She always wears the jeans. I always thought she was kind of hot. That cartoon character, I kind of had a crush on her. Um, I don't know if that's what this one is. This one is um, uh, a highlight of the series. This uh, uh, he made him. He's a heartbroken. Uh, Bobby's fanciful, sensitive nature, ma- nature makes his foray into puppy love endearingly awkward. As when he woos his lady love by imitating the crotchety Jewish man. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it yeah. is that episode. Yeah, that, yeah, it yeah. Is. Um, then there's. I watched one. Uh, go ahead. This week that I. Uh, always liked and i was like oh yeah you like you like that one where they jump off the boat oh yeah wait like, wait they find out that uh 
Uh, cotton? No, 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 no. They find out that Boomhauer and Dale have been sneaking off to do their own fishing trips. Oh, every once in a while. Wait, is this with the where they get on meth? No, no. Oh wow, I and don't then, even know. And where then we're they at. find out that uh, they haven't been going on these secret fishing trips. They've actually been looking for buried or er, for sunken treasure in the, <laughs> in the Gulf. Whoa, I don't know and, this one at uh, all. The whole time, Hank's like being a real. He's like looking out for Bill because he thinks they're ditching. The group because Bill's annoying, mm-hmm. but everybody's been they've been ditching Hank for years because he's because he's so like controlling uptight, yeah. and uptight. That's so funny. And then uh, they go on this boat trip and they're and they're really letting loose and because Peggy's like Hank, just yeah. just be don't settle be down. yourself, yeah. settle down and go let them lead for once. And then they do, and then they all. Uh, are having a great time and they cannonball off the back of a boat. Oh, cool! Until they find. I out don't that... even. I don't think I've ever seen. I can't think of that episode. Oh, it's a good one. There's the. I like the fishing episode where That's they get on the, the meth. Ones. That's one of the ones that they talk about for the theory that uh, Bobby is uh, not Hank's kid. Oh yeah, and I don't buy into that. Before the show, you were talking about that. We were watching a little thing. I don't like any t- fan theories. Suck. Get out of here. They're I don't fun. ever care. Fuck off. Fuck that. As soon as somebody's like, "This is my fan theory," I'm like, "This here, is the back of my, my fucking hand." Huh. Fucking Hank Hill died in the first episode. <laughs> and the rest of the show is purgatory. Oh, wow. He had a heart attack my band in Rusty the opening Needle, scene. My band, Rusty Needle Tattoo Parlor, had a song called Purgatory. The chorus was, I don't want to be here anymore. Don't want to live in purgatory. I just hate being here, dying, fading away. Mm. That, that purgatory song, it, it like. It's not that bad. Oh, I know. It's not that long either. It's <laughs> only about three minutes. Oh. Uh, I love that. I love that episode, though, the fishing uh, the fishing episode where they had the meth. I love the episode with um, uh, where Cotton is trying. I don't remember Cotton's what he's doing. Cotton's a great character. Cotton's he's crazy. He's a piece of shit, and he's crazy. And then the whole dynamic with him being a senior father. Yeah. You know, he's got and a then little, Bobby's got little take, brother. Do you remember that episode where Bobby ends up taking care of the baby? Because yeah. he's the only one at the hospital when the baby's born, and he's yeah. like fathering this baby. He's got that weird wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. His wife is so funny. And there's The first time they show her, when you, you they set up that she's the same age as Hank, and she just goes, hello, Hank. Yeah. Do you still like finger painting? <laughs> it's so and silly. I also like uh, that Christmas episode. Where the old lady's trying to die in Hank's house. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I forgot she about used that. To live there, and, and there's just... a great Christmas one where they go, they take the semi truck, and well, they're taking all this oh, stuff. Yeah, to... the semi truck. That's like a episode. perfect episode. And also the subs. Yeah, because you get to think about convoy the whole time. Well, I'll go darker the moon on the sixth of June. Uh, but then the subplot of that episode the whole time is. Uh, uh, Luann and Peggy are trying to write a new Christmas song because there hasn't oh, been a yeah. new Christmas song forever. And there's also a mash episode there's new like Christmas that too. Songs. Nobody has stopped making new Christmas songs. Yeah, they just keep coming. Yeah, just like me. You got it. Uh, <laughs> all right, I want to read another one of these. One from the AV Club. Then we'll move along. Uh, they said uh, "Smoking and the Bandit" is season nine, episode twelve. And if focus, this is the Smoking Bandit. Do you remember this one where somebody keeps going to all the restaurants, the no smoking restaurants, and smoking? Oh, yeah. And you find out it's Dale, but he becomes a hero, and then jo- uh, Joseph's really excited about him. It's fucking so good. So goddamn good. Um, uh, and then, uh, yeah, there's a bunch more that they said was really good. How to Fire a Rifle, that's the really good one, where Bobby, you find out that Bobby's a great shot yeah, and yeah. Hank isn't. I love a good episode whenever Bobby does the stuff that endears him, because he's all uh, the meat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Too? Well, that's the series. When he becomes fin- a meat kid? That's the series finale. Is it? That's how the show ends, and then and when it ends... um. 
That's why one of Hank's last things is that Bobby gets really right. good at it. He says, that boy is right. That's kind of how the series ends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking Hoy. great. Yeah. Hoy. Um, now, but, yeah, that's always great when, uh, you know, because they love each other, obviously. They do. They do. But it's great when they bond over stuff. Yeah. And they're, ah, oh, boy. I, I could get Because right. Bobby's interests are so, like, eccentric Goofy. and not what, It's like, like a comedy. Especially from, and... like, what Hank, yeah. It's not Hank. just comedy. It's like, it's like Borscht Belt comedy, Yeah, you know? yeah. Fucking vaudeville. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, what are you talking? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he's an old he, Jewish he man and a little clown Texas stuff? boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and remember the episode where uh, Bo- uh, Hank's mom starts dating the old Jewish guy? Yeah. And he goes, uh, he's he says something like. Um, and then Bobby's like running around being an old Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bobby's so funny. He's like, you said, uh, uh, I, oh, fuck, it's something he, it's something the Jewish guy says. And then you realize that Hank talks the same yeah. way. Where Hank, Even the one-off Hank characters. Hank says, I'll tell you what, instead of what I'll tell you. Even the one-off characters have depth. Oh, yeah, for sure. Show, yeah, the show is so they've good. They've had so many guests, special guests. Like and, when, uh, like, uh, uh, uh Chris Rock was the the driver school, the yeah. comic that had to teach driving school, uh, which was a big thing in Austin, it, and a lot of comedians did that. They taught that, driving uh, school. Is that uh, Bobcat Goldthwait that does the weird guy on that, or is it like a Bobcat which weird guy? The very Bobcat Goldthwaitey sounding guy. He, I know he was Bobby's manager when he worked at the racetrack. He's like, no, you gotta get. Oh get no, over I there. don't think that's Bobcat. Uh, but I'll Google it right here. Uh, I don't um, think it is, but it's very much a very, like a. Uh, uh, inspired Bobcat. Yeah, that's uh, a really good episode when Bobby takes the job there. And yeah, and any, that's also a good one when uh, Hank, anytime Hank gets enraged because of how his kid's being treated mm-hmm. is also good because he goes and gives that. I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't see Hank Bobcat would never get his ass kicked. No, Hank could fight. Because he has no ass. Uh, listen, guys, life is short, okay? Then you don't know. We're not promised anything on this earth. So please call your parents, call your mom, call your dad, call your dad, and tell him I'm looking for that fucker. I'm going <laughs> to kick his ass. <laughs> is that fun? Uh, no, Bobcat, I don't see it. Um, but uh, goddamn, he's. The, every episode, I, the, like, it's hard. This is a great episode for us for our show, but it's also probably a bad one, too, because it's just a love fest of how much we enjoyed this show, you know? Like, it's just... I like a and, love And fest. this episode could be four hours long, you know? I could just keep talking about my favorite episodes and stuff. Um, That's what's great about it. There's fucking 250-plus episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't I seen all of them. I want 250 more. You I want haven't seen no. all of them. We've you on know? this in the last two minutes. We realize there's a whole episode I haven't seen. Yeah, and, yeah, know? that's what I'm saying. Um, that's what's great about King of the Hill. Is yeah, it's just uh, and it's very easy to crank out like four of them. Yeah, you know, it's oh. just a great show. And it's yeah, and and it, and it's special to me in a lot of ways because of course, like I was saying, when I was watching it when it first started coming out, uh, I was watching it in college when it was rerun on King of the or on Adult Swim late at night. Uh, I bought the DVDs, so my kind of first uh, when I first moved to New York, when my wife still lived in Iowa, and I was living in New York with Katie and Gideon. Uh, I was um all I had in my bedroom was a, a DVD player. Mm-hmm. So my first year and a half, two years in New York was every night was just rotating through the nine seasons of King of the Hill. I have the six seasons of The Simpsons, uh, Flight of the Concords, and then we'd be right back what at King the, of the Hill. What were the random movies that were in that rotation? Um, well, I had all the I what I brought to New York. I only brought a handful of stuff, but I had all my King or all of the Simpsons or the Star Warses were there. Um, Slackers, this really weird comedy that I mm-hmm. just the only I love. It's about pants. Um, That's weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a doc. It's by the Dockers people. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, and then uh, another. I don't know what another weird. Well, uh, oh, uh, Harry and the Hendersons was a movie I had in that. God, um, I haven't seen that since it was first fun. out. It's fun. Uh, and then a John couple Lithgow. some DVDs that I bought once I lived in New York. Like that's when I got. I know we did a full episode about the um uh uh 
Flight of the Navigator. That was a DVD I bought at like a fucking some swap meet Concord? here or something. A Flight of the Concords, I had the see the series though. Oh. I had I have the the two seasons of that, and I would watch that a lot. That's a fun show to watch when you first move to New York because you slowly just start seeing all the locations. You yeah. start seeing all the spots you know that it filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so King of the Hill was so po- so important to me at that period in time too. And then now late at night, I'll throw in one of those YouTube things and just start watching. And a lot of times, those are the latter at seasons that I've only seen once or twice. Oh, when they're in the fire uh, house. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good one. And and just when everybody's no, telling it from their ladder. own. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. They call yeah. firehouses yeah, 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 ladder yeah, yeah, yeah. house yeah, yeah, yeah. like nine. Um, I do like. I so do. Be a ladder season. Yeah, we hey, all uh, fucking got it. What do you guys? Uh, what are your favorite episodes of Rescue Me? I prefer the latter season. Okay. <laughs> all right. I like it too. Uh, hey, what's? Uh, I like the one where they go to the dentist. <laughs> right. Actually, there is a really funny it's episode weird. of. Uh, what's there, another firefighter show? Didn't they have another one? Or um, this Rescue there's Me? There's uh, Chicago Fire. Oh yeah, right a lot now. of people liked Rescue Me. It was one of those. I watched it. It I was w- one of those talked about shows before, like the Golden it was, Age. Yeah, because it was on FX. Uh, it was like that in the Shield. Yeah, when the they Shield were, like, was first, and then they were like yeah. really starting to push the boundaries. And I'll of tell you this, which I, is kind of weird to say, but I loved the first couple seasons of Rescue Me, and then I started not liking it all. But I watched every episode because I was I wanted to get closure. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but uh, I'll, the first season I really fucking liked, and and I yeah, uh, the first season Leary, was great, and all the other episodes just uh brought you back, draft. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was a what little, about Dennis Leary? Towards the end, he got really watered down. Uh, on first, at the beginning, well, it was, at the fire, beginning of the show, should. at the beginning, first season's on fire, but after yeah. that, it just gets watered down. Fire, um, that's firefighters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the thing that was most fun about it was uh-huh. how many times they talked about nine eleven. Really? Oh, all the time. The whole show is based around nine eleven. It's in New York. Have you not Figured seen? Are you, have you honestly not seen Rescue Me? Uh-uh. Oh, the entire show is about 9-11. Oh. And it's all about how he was a firefighter on 9-11 and a bunch of his friends died and his cousin died. And so like a lot of the times he'd be sitting in the truck and all of a sudden his dead cousin would be sitting next to him covered in smoke and like his face would still be all sooty from dying on 9-11 and they'd be talking. And like there's episodes where he just, there's a whole episode where it's, it's filmed uh, at that restaurant across the street from Ground Zero while they're building the, the tower, the new one. Mm-hmm. And it's just him sitting across from there just staring at the towers basically rescue me could have just been called the 9-11 show yeah the, yeah it's intense that well that shit's fucking intense anyway the craziest the thing of i'm gonna do it hu- running in when people are can i do out. a huge rescue me spoiler on the show that's yeah. insane okay okay listeners if i'm you, never gonna watch if it. any of you want to go watch rescue me you really honestly the theme song is the best thing you got going for what's so, the theme song like? uh it's this it's a song by the von bonnies that's like hello hello hi uh, no, no, that's you too. Uh, <laughs> fuck. It is a good song though. Uno, dos, tres, catorce. I thought it was that song that goes, Rescue me. I'm walking with my heart. Rescue me. Instead of saying, I'm lonely. And it's true. I need you. And you love to come on and rescue me. Come on, baby, and rescue me. Okay. Now this is this is the actual scene theme song to rescue me. Oh. Fucking rules. Hey, that's. I remember this song. Yeah. It was on uh, MVP Baseball 2005 for Xbox. Uh, it's by a band Love called The game. Von Bondies that apparently the yeah. White Stripes hate. Apparently they have like a really big feud with this band. Ooh. Um, but yeah, watch that. But here's the thing that's crazy about the show, right? So yeah. this is the arc of... This is our bonus, we were talking about arcs this is earlier. This bonus Rescue Me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about arcs earlier on King of the Hill. And of course, uh-huh. if we're talking about Rescue Me, we got to talk about an arc because that's how all the fires start. Um, but uh, so... 
King of the Hill, or no, God damn it, Rescue Me starts with the idea is that his cousin died in 9-11, his cousin's got a son that's like 10 when the show starts. Uh-huh. Well, then as the show goes on, his cousin gets older, and his cousin's, or his cousin's son, that's how and cousins, he kind of takes care of him. He kind of helps take, take care of this young boy. What do you mean? By the end, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of the series, his co- his cousin's son, who is nephew, his nephew—that's what we'll call it. Maybe it's not his nephew, but his cousin's son is nineteen and is on the is in the same fire department. He joined the fire department. Second even, nephew, even though yeah, sure, even Once though removed. yeah, even though his his even though this kid's dad was killed on nine eleven, he still became a firefighter because his uncle was a firefighter. Yeah. and then he gets uh, he's in a fire and a fucking wall, a whole thing falls on him, and so at the end of the series. This kid who's like the young kid that we love at the beginning of the series and whose dad is gone and he's like the at the end of it, he's um like a completely paraplegic, can't like no brain activity, wheelchair kid oh. for the last like half of the la- the final season. And you're just like, What the fuck are you doing to us? Like what and there's a scene where you don't know you saw him get hurt, but you think he's okay. You thought he died, but then you find out he's okay, and for the whole episode you don't see him, you just see they're talking about him and you see him from the back and stuff, and then they zoom the camera around and you see that there's like no brain activity and he's just like in a wheelchair and, and it's just like And then all of a sudden they pan to his uh uncle and he's like, That boy ain't right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a weird thing, god damn. And I saw one of the daughters from that on the subway here once, so that was Ooh. fun. Um so that's uh, uh, a Ford Uber. This is our been. Rescue Me podcast, uh <laughs> No Rest for the Leary. Uh it's pretty good. Uh make sure to follow us on Patreon. Um okay, can we end with a fun thing? real quick yes okay we do I our love fun back things. and forth our top six favorite uh the impressions of characters from uh king of the hill now the way i think we should do this is i give you a character and you have to do the impression oh, and you give me one shit. does that all sound right. fun okay and it can all be right. nothing at all okay ready all right. uh, i want to hear your peggy Hoo-ah! <laughs> right even though i think that turned into way too much pacino Hoo-ah! yeah uh, uh okay you give me one all right uh give me some uh give me some boom hour uh, dang it, dang it, back, 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 over there, they got that cooler, they got it, wow, 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 just got to back, get back, got that bird, bird dead. I wish I could have gotten Boomhauer. Yeah, well, it was on you. Okay, no. now give me John Redcorn. Okay, hold on. Use the mic. I'm pulling it away while I'm clearing my throat so I can try and do, uh, John Redcorn. Hello, Hank. My band, uh, Electric Thunder. Mountain Magic will be playing this weekend, and it would mean a lot to me if you came out. That's really good. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, give me one. Okay. Uh, let me get some. Uh, let me get some Lou Ann. Lou Ann. Uh, let me think. God damn it. <laughs> I'm Lou Ann. I'm Lou Ann. I'm I'm Lou Ann. That's horrible. Don't say a word. I have these earbuds in. Yeah, that was pretty bad, huh? You could have uh, at least just said manger babies. Manger babies. Oh, there it is. You can do Luann. Manger no. babies. Um, okay, now give me uh give me uh Dale. Dale? Oh, I can't do Dale. Hold on, hold on. I suck at impressions. You do? They're fun to do though. Hold on. Hold on, here we go. <clears> Hi <throat> Inc. I just <laughs> nope, that's not it at all. All right, fuck this, dude. This is a dumb segment. What about here? This is me doing Hank, okay? okay? Loud is not allowed. Now, you listen to me, mister. I work for a living. And I mean real work, not writing down gobbledygook. I provide the people of this community with propane and propane accessories. Was, <coughs> oh, shit. I lost it towards the end. That was great. That was pretty good, right? You were able to pull a flute out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, well, that was all and... Leif. That, I mean, I can't believe you do that. Leif was doing the sounds of the... the... The writing and stuff? Yeah, that was crazy, huh? 
Uh, God damn it. Thank you, you, Patrick. I like when we don't like, I like when things fall apart. I thought that was going to be a fun <laughs> game. Uh, is there any, can you, do you have any sum up, any last ones that you thought you brought in you could do an impression of a king? Because hmm. I, I can do the, damn it, Bubby. I can try and, uh, no, I don't think so. No. I could do bad Hank Hills, but you need that one like phrase. Bad Hank Hill, it's like Hank Hill, but he's like shooting at people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he wouldn't be a good shot. He's not a great shot with a gun. He's got a narrow urethra. I got a narrow urethra. You learned that about him pretty early on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dang it, Bubby. Big dick, tiny hole. <laughs> big. I got a big dick at a tiny hole. My rod is fucked. <laughs> I just hope uh, Peggy and her gets fucked enough, you know? Yeah, oh boy. She, he, I hope he's throwing sperm in that. It seems like they're one of those people that they, they fuck a lot, but it's never in a but new... But it's low key. It's all, yeah, it's all missionary. <laughs> fucking takes seven minutes. They both oh! come, and then it's nighttime. Oh! Uh, yeah, yeah. Peggy's just up there on top going, what? Wait, what was it that Peggy said that you did earlier? Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! She's up there wearing whips and chains, whistles, yo-yos. Son of a woman. Yeah. Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! Ah, uh, God. She's wearing that red jacket from when she became a fucking real estate agent. That's it. Her That's, tits are hanging out. Her, you all... <laughs> She's got floppers. You know that. Her feet. Oh, his balls. You, if you, if That's what they say. Narrow your ether, huge balls hang to your knees. <laughs> yeah. He actually like, kicks them. <laughs> all right. Where can people find you? Uh, they can follow me on Twitter at Patrick Hasey. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E. PatrickHasey.com for all upcoming uh, shows and dates. What about you, Buck? Oh, uh, Reemkor with a K. R-E-M-K-O-R-E. Talk that into a thing and then you'll find me. You'll be all over there. Uh, listen to the podcast. Uh, listen to us on Spotify. Uh, Ooh, Stitcher. Listen to Stitcher. Uh, Potomatic. iTunes. Laughable. Uh, all we're of those on all things. those. Um, also, uh, uh, donate to the Patreon. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash Nostalgic Front. Uh, tell your friends, uh, be cool, never tell die. Tell strangers. And remember, if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So get, get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. <laughs>